Why do you keep talking about these insanely ridiculous hypothetical situations? No, no, no. I'm just you Manta guys are like all like it's hypothetical. Like filter feed. Manta rays are physically incapable of biting stuff. It's so utterly <laughs> Manta rays are physically incapable of flying and breaking the sound barrier. Dude. <laughs> this is the wrong podcast to bring that the table. Hello and welcome to the Super Animal Mega Beast Deathmatch Podcast, Season 5, Round 1. This is, of course, the podcast where myself, Norm Sherman, along with a disheveled group of frenemies, make up a series of badass imaginary animals with superpowers and then proceed to get drunk and debate which one would, in fact, win in a fight to the death. And with me here in Round 1, we have Bo Kyer, the, uh, the artist of this pointless competition. Say hey, Bo. Hi. Wow, boy, you sounded really effeminate there. <laughs> what are you drinking, Bo, if, if in fact anything? <laughs> uh, uh, a Kraken rum with root beer for a nice little black pearl with a little splash of grenadine, because, you know, curly. Classic. Classic, really. I love that Kraken rum. All about the Kraken rum. He is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. That, you heard that little chirp. That was uh, Monkey, Kendall, uh, our uh, ex-Drabblecast editor. How's it going, Kendall? Uh, pretty good. No complaints. You doing the bourbon thing again tonight? Uh, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm just going to you know, drink off my bitterness oh. of, of dedicating a night to get drunk and then having uh, my pretentious you know, friends stand me up because they can't keep appointments. And so, uh, Kendall, of course, <laughs> referring to, uh, to our other ex guest editor here, uh, Luke, who uh, stood us up last night for recording this, so we all got wasted and uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't end up recording this because Luke was MIA, apparently losing all his money at poker. Have, have you considered that the world was better off last night? <laughs> that's, that's, that's not a point to be considered. Well, hey, hey, Luke, what are you drinking? Hopefully you're... Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I didn't drink a lot last night, so I was playing poker, trying to keep my wits about me. Well, that was your problem there. That's why you lost all your money. Didn't work, over. yeah. Overthink it. Uh, so tonight I'm actually drinking some home-brewed beer. It's a porter. Pretty nice. So pretentious. Pretty I know. Why am I not at all surprised that Luke is brewing his own beer and that it's actually a porter of all things? It would be a porter. Yeah. It? <laughs> so it's uh, it's season five, and we're calling this one Good Times in the End Times, because, of course, this is uh, 2012, the year of the Mayan apocalypse. <laughs> Isn't it fucking ridiculous that we're still doing this? Five, five years. <laughs> I think we've, the, the well is kind of... Uh, if there's any water left at all, I'm surprised. Well, especially after this round, uh, or after, yeah, after the preliminaries, which we just had this whole plethora of, of beasts from the community that have been going on from the, from people mm-hmm. making them up. Uh, Bo, why don't you tell us a little about, about what happened prior to round one here, how we've arrived at this wonderful point where only the strong have survived for us to talk about. Okay, well, you know, uh, usually every year we do about just 12 that the, the people talking right now comes up with, but, uh, you know, this year I threw it out to the community just to get a little support and see what they were thinking, and they had just an overwhelming amount of ideas, and I didn't want to exclude anybody, and I wanted something to do, so I just started drawing them, and it got to a point of it got to a point of insanity, and I have now done sixty of them so far. So we're going to be talking about the main rounds, and the three we'll be talking about today have already beaten out four pieces. 
just to get here. 60 damn beasts so far have been, I mean, honestly, when I looked at the forums, uh, I just felt overwhelmed. I was like, oh my God, like this has just gone crazy this year. Like there are so many bizarre ass, awesome imaginary animals and people fighting about which one would win that it, I just was like, I don't know, I, I, I couldn't do it. I had like a little seizure and then I just kind of rolled on the floor and woke up my own vomit. It was uh, pretty epic. So I only had a couple that I was really disappointed that didn't make it through the preliminaries. I mean, you know, like passionately disappointed about the nuclear mole rat. The fact that that thing did not make it to the, the rounds that we're talking about now well, is just completely unfortunate. Yeah, but the past round was a really odd one. We had basically the weakest possible option coming out of that round as the winner. And it's actually kind of a weirdly sad. There's going to be some satisfaction for me this round because he is just the most outright outmatched of any beasts in the now four rounds of main competition. That, that is the squirrel, which is... Yeah, squirrel's just squirrel. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just describe squirrel real quick, uh, so for people that just land listening will know what squirrel is. There's the three new ones. Yeah, do the three okay. in this round. Okay, so it's nature is obviously a squirrel. It's 12 feet tall, weighs three tons. Uh, the paint-ailed squirrel, completely buggered. Once an ordinary pest, the squirrel fell into an industrial paint vat and ate its way out. Transformative event. Swelled to the size of a moose. Lead and paint has made its blood toxic. Silic is bonded with its muscles, lending strength and density. It causes fearlessness, rabid behavior, will attack beyond the limitations of self-preservation, can stuff a full competitor in its paunchy cheeks, skin flaps between limbs, allows for gliding and soft landings. I love that he's and a paint-addled uh, squirrel. That's the first thing. It's that he's paint-addled. <laughs> I mean, like, where the f*** uh, from? You know? Well, that, I, I, I can't go user for user, but somebody came on with that idea and the suggestions and so funny. was very adamant about how dangerous and crazy paint-addled squirrels are. So, you know, I took him in his word. <laughs> swelled to the size of a moose. Only on the Mega Beast podcast will you ever hear the word swelled to the size of a moose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so you're reading that. He, he didn't sound that weak, actually, when you just read that. He can fly, he can glide, and he's, you know, stuff a competitor's cheeks. That's, you know, like, Kendall can barely do that with, like, those gay lovers. Yeah, we do that. I can actually do more than just a... <laughs> the first official uh, gay insinuation of the new season. Yeah. Can we mark that event? Yeah, that's true. That was the inaugural dad joke there, Kendall. Congrats. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Squirrel, uh, who... Uh, defeated Nuclear Mole Rat, which, um, you know how I'm a fan of the names, and that right there, folks, Nuclear Mole Rat, uh, and a radiated, swelled, hippo-sized mole rat. Oh, my God. It's just painful that that thing did mm-hmm. not win this. Barf it barfed toxic It barfed toxic AI eye. So that was actually an artificial intelligence made out of nanobots. Now, how did a peanut <laughs> squirrel beat that? I'm not sure, but it did. Hey, I, I just like the name of that one, too, A-I-I. <laughs> um, it also beat the, the raccoon tar, which has the art of storytelling as its powers. So. <laughs> that was a sad <laughs> round right there. All of the awesomest things we've ever thought of, or community people thought of, was, were defeated by the squirrel. Which is, you know, people want their Rick Santorums. <laughs> it's true. It's just Google Santorum. If squirrel is the Rick Santorum of this round. If squirrel is the Rick Santorum of this round, then that means that the the bloody comes out of your <laughs> that's 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 called that's a squirrel <laughs> yes yeah, synonym I mean one of the same it actually. sounds more like a, a verb though doesn't it like man I just squirreled all over the place <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was an odd round yeah, um, so that, that like next piece would be the phantom ray which is a three ton air breathing flying manta ray can become ninety percent invisible 
able to break the sound barrier, fire projectile spikes from its tail, and drop a pair of concussive missiles. Is that it? You can only drop Android. one pair of missiles? Yes. It is not a... It's per round? Per round. Yeah. Okay. You know what my favorite thing of that description is? is uh, My favorite thing of that description is that he's able to break the sound barrier. Ooh, he can break the sound barrier. Can he break the sound barrier just standing completely standing in this whole description about him ever being able to go fast? Like, my my take on this is that he can, from the standing point, break the sound barrier with, and that's it. It just makes uh, a loud noise. And then it's like, ooh, wow, that was cool. It's like a a stun gun, essentially. Yeah. You're like, what the f*** was that? I don't know, but I'm going to go kill it now. <laughs> or maybe he just, okay. you know, he breaks the sound barrier's morale, or, you know, like, the sound barrier no longer has any sort of reason to keep trying to be a barrier at all, because ultimately it's broken. Or it's untamed, and he, you know, breaks it, and then the sound barrier can be ridden and perform the shows. <laughs> like a, a cult. Yes. Also, like a cult, is the Red Panda. I'm just going to transition right into this, yeah, so we can be it. talking about all three in context. It's a red panda, which are actually not that big, but you know we'll get into the difference here in the description. It's six foot seven feet tall. It weighs eight hundred pounds. Uh, it's communist Jeez. China's answer to Big Boris. So there's a, a descendant in a way. It's a ninth generation red panda, eugenically forged. Oh, they said it was to save an endangered species, and yes, repopulation was involved. But the stronger pandas, they were taken underground. And from them, nice. oh God, monsters were made via years of captive selective breeding and rampant DNA splicing. So the red panda is not a true bear. It is truly the size of a bear. Raised by the state, taught only by a back-mounted retracting gun turrets. It receives remote tactical orders via a communication panel integrated directly into its gray matter. Yeah, dude, we, we lost you a little bit. I think, I think Red Panda's scrambling Bo's uh, line. Doesn't want all his powers <laughs> to be known. It's true. He wants to keep some of that covert. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll probably go into it more. Uh, he's pretty badass, but ultimately, I'm thinking Bo is clearly with Red Panda here, being that he's... Uh, I think I introduced the idea earlier that we were all a bit disappointed with the fact that Squirrel beat Alpy Round as competitor, so his seating was in a small way a measure of revenge. And if you notice, he has no means of projectiles, nor does he really have any true projectile defense. And he's fighting to something that flies the speed of sound, drops missiles, and something that has gun turrets in its back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, obviously, I'm not picking uh, the squirrel. But uh, between Manta or Phantom Ray and the Red Panda, I'm going to have to say the spy satellite factor is going to pretty much nullify the fact that it can go semi-stealth. You know, the, the Red Panda is going to find a way. Now, you can say it would just never come to the ground, it would bomb it from the air, but it's going to have to get in close if it misses with its first two missiles. And, and let's not uh, forget, too, that the uh, Red Panda, the, red, the communists now are, kind of, especially China, is kind of leading the way in, uh, you know, uh, international uh, hacking. So I, I would assume that the Red Panda has a skilled, you know, group of hackers working toward its uh, defense and perhaps can hack into... Whatever missile systems or you know gun turrets, whatever. Yeah, that's true. For. That's a pretty safe assumption to make that it can pull some shady shit like that. For all we know, the Red Panda is monitoring this podcast. That poor bastard! Dutch. You're saying he's listened to all the Mega Beast podcasts, five seasons of backlog podcasts. Like he's probably yeah. He's like, I must get rid of this whole thing now. I will destroy this podcast. That's what he's saying right now. And that's our first. Uh, that's our first kind of semi-racist uh, <laughs> remark. Yeah, so we speak in heavy metaphor here. (laughs) Yep. The nuclear mole rat metaphor, somehow. (laughs) 
I think nuclear mora is a North Korean metaphor. So I'm gonna. But just, you were for the North Koreans. I mean, so I don't, I don't get that either. That's true. I don't really like North Korea, but I mean, like they should just get along, right? The two of those Koreans, they should just be Korea again. I think. But nobody's asked me, so you know, whatever. It's cool. <laughs> get get Norm Sherman into uh, negotiations. Get him into DMZ for. No, 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 Ken. Christ's sake. Apparently, my, my opinion doesn't matter. I mean, apparently, nobody's asking. Just get him in the room. That's all we're asking. Just get him in the room. You compare us to nuclear Morat? <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> King Jong Il used to direct monster movies. I mean, I'd actually exactly. think it might fly in North Korea. A manta ray might fly in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be I'll be closing out. So y'all enjoy uh, discussing, and uh, I'll, I'll see you. Uh, I don't know next week or next month or whatever, whenever the hell next is. May seventh is when we'll be debuting the round associated with this podcast. Hey, Bo, Bo, why do you hate April so much? Like that's the month in between oh, March shit, and I did May. It again. You keep saying May. It's like there's no April anymore. <laughs> April seventh. Yep. Same with that happy anyway. girl who you got a little <laughs> from the back of a bus trip to tennis camp or something back in eighth grade, probably. Just remember April. You oh. never really fully committed to that slam, and I'm just not going to be hurt by it. <laughs> uh, quick aside, the, the Ninja Turtles, are you aware that Michael Bay is remaking Teenage oh, Mutant Ninja April. Turtles as just the Ninja Turtles? Wait, one of them? And I'm Indeed. assuming that April O'Neil is going to be recast as somebody just you know, that's like 17 and intensely attractive. So wait, 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 just that, back that's up. That's the immediate mental image. Because you just what? said Michael Bay. How did you not hear this, Norm? I don't, well, I don't know. I, I guess I try and shield my virgin just, ears from filth like that. But do you not have the internet? Yeah, no, I don't. But should I, should I get it? I so he's, cool. he's changing the origin story to where the Ninja Turtles are now an alien race. And so there's theoretically can be way more than four uh, Ninja Turtles. That's horrid. Yeah. So somehow, at least these four that we know come down to Earth for some reason. And what? so that whole, you know, uh, exposed to foreign, you know, mutant radiation material, that's gone. No longer there. All right, we got to stop Childhood destroyed. He's just taking somebody else's idea, the Ninja Turtles, and just crapping on it. Literally taking a big squirrel all over their faces and just, like, changing the whole thing around. Maybe we should start a uh, campaign similar to Coney 2012 and just be Bay 2012. And then when it gets really famous, be Norm... <laughs> You can, uh, you know, start jacking off in public and <laughs> really get even more attention for it. Absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm just on get him in the room. Just get him in the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you all later. I'll... All right. Peace out, bro. We are yep. going to call uh, call Adam and maybe Luke here again and see if he can pick up. Cool. All right. Hello. Ah, Luke. Oh, and Adam. Wow, how about that? Things have really aligned for the better. But the real story is that Adam has survived another year. Amen to that, you know. If ever there was a winner of the Super Animal Deathmatch Competition Season 5, it was was f***ing Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Not to bury that in the ground or anything. (laughs) Yeah, we would hate to run that in the ground. God forbid. How you doing, Adam? Um, why not have Parvo? (laughs) That's a... <laughs> Adam just said he didn't have Parvo. Luke, yeah. I'm, I'm really sorry, Luke, but Luke texted me earlier today and said, oh, sorry, uh, my dog 
has Parvo and is probably not going to make it. And even if he does make it, it's going to be a shitload of money. And just been really, I, I, yeah, I would love to get drunk tonight because it just sucks so bad. And I was like, oh my God, dude. That just, the last thing that reminded me of was when Luke's grandfather was dying. And he told us that shit before the yeah. podcast. And I was like, that was the total wrong thing to tell us. And so I immediately texted Adam Ken. I was like, Luke's dog's dying of Parvo. Run with it. It's <laughs> comedic gold, damn it. <laughs> but ultimately, though, Luke, it is sad. We do feel for you. It's a terrible situation your dog's probably going through. This, is, this isn't Max. This is your dog, right? No, it's your other dog. What's her name? Maybe? Maybe. Like, maybe she's going to make it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's her middle name, but probably not. <laughs> Sorry. It's not her name, though. That's not her middle name. No, she looks cute. You no. sent me a picture. I, I, uh, she'll be fine, Luke. You're just going to go bankrupt over it. What what better way to spend your money on a on a dog saving its life? You know that's actually going to make it so much more worse when uh when she dies because <laughs> having no <laughs> it's a value judgment. I went through the same thing with uh, Bubonic when she had a stroke and was ah oh, well. Dying Bubonic was a rat, well, dude. Just to clarify for the listeners, Bubonic was a, was a mouse. They lived two years max. Hey, well, same same difference. Yeah, you got anyway. attached. So, like, when you, when you get a bill from the vet that says, Here, here's how much it's going to cost to, like, save your, your friend's life, and you're like, uh, that's, that's going to make it painful, yeah. and you feel like an asshole. To be honest, if, if I had to pay money to, to save any of y'all's lives, not even a dog, I, it, my max would be, like, 500 maybe. Maybe Adam, since he's my brother, would be, like, six. But, you know, that's, that's a generous estimate, I think. Would you kill us yourself? Or are you like... I wouldn't kill you. I would let whatever AIDS-ridden disease you have that's killing you anyway kill you. I, I just wouldn't prevent you with the power of medicine. Uh, wouldn't even stop our suffering. That's, I mean, that's, that's cold. What? You $500 wouldn't, you wouldn't candle? shoot me in the head. No. Hey, what about your Oscar? That thing's not still holding on, is it? Uh, Man, the, uh, at the first sign of disease, I put that fish in the garbage bag <laughs> and slammed it against the wall. I forgot that you It was horrible. It wasn't the first sign of illness. <laughs> That fish had a fungus. It's whole. It was sitting at the bottom of the. I mean, I was attached to that fish emotionally, which is hard to do. I mean, you you know, rotting on. You pick it up and it was like flesh was just coming. It was disgusting. So I was asking Luke and Adam, everybody, like, how should I? I can't keep it. Lit. It's just like barely hanging on for a long time. For weeks, it was just hanging in there barely, and yeah. it felt bad. Zombie like, fish. Zombie fish, basically. Yeah. So how do you kill this thing? You don't want to put it in the misery. And Adam said, "Oh, you should just drop it off in a natural." like environment in a pond somewhere, but no way. You're going to get picked apart by other fish slowly. For the, I mean, that's terrible. You got the, What's the quickest way? And ultimately, the quickest way to put something down is the most brutal, probably, right? So yeah, Luke was right. I put it in a garbage bag and slammed it against the wall. <laughs> so Kendall, when, you, uh, when you're asking him to put you down, uh, you might think twice because <laughs> he's going to put you in a garbage bag and slam uh, <laughs> you against the wall until you die. If only I had delts to be able to slam a monkey against a wall in a bag. Shouldn't we uh, be talking about the reason that we're actually Oh, right, right, talking? right, right. Good call. Yeah. Uh, there are no, because some... it's like a one-minute conversation. <laughs> oh, oh, so we know that Luke is going for the red panda, obviously, if that's a one-minute conversation. <laughs> All of you. All Luke's of you. too pretentious for communism. He, he knows it's too idealistic, so therefore he would never really back. Well, Go I ahead, think Luke. communism is coming back around. It's going to be it's going to be hipster pretty soon. So I, maybe I'll consider it. Communism is is thoroughly hipster. 
I mean, find me a hipster yeah, that doesn't right, find uh, redeeming qualities in, in, uh, in communism. You know, I just, I just got an idea. Maybe, maybe for our season finale for this show, we should, uh, by that time, it'll be you know, spring in New York. We should go up to Wall Street and do a live podcast from Occupy Wall Street and kind of get people pulled up. <laughs> that would be pretty hilarious, actually. I'm an ideas guy. Yeah, man, ideas guy. Good for nothing else, but, uh, but good for ideas and leaving them there. Isn't that everybody's like main dream? I just want to be the ideas guy that comes up with cool ideas all day and then just leaves them and, and lets other people kind of. <laughs> That's uh, Steve Jobs, basically. Yeah, as you're describing. It's true, and I would have put Steve Jobs in a bag and slammed him against a wall in his situation. <laughs> <laughs> you guys would have done the same if you're humane. The guy gave us iPads. Why would you not do that for him? I, I would double bag that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or Jobs, as some people refer to him as. Steve Jobs. Do you ever hear people say that? Are you? No, kidding? no. It does make me think of that that Steve Jobs is is uh, in heaven, which we all know obviously doesn't exist, but still questioning God, and God is like having this whole Job-esque scene of saying, where were you when I created the CDs? And Jobs is, you know, like, I created the fucking iPad, motherfucker. <laughs> what if Steve Jobs got to heaven, and uh, God was wearing, like, Steve Jobs, like, Black turtleneck and you know, no Saint like Peter. Saint Peter sitting there at the gate with like a black turtleneck, and he had like an iPad. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, "So let me just see if we're on the list here." Yep, you are. Oh, you're Steve. You made this thing. If there was a heaven, what? When did Saint Peter become kind of a catty gay man? <laughs> well, I don't know when he became catty. He became catty in like the mid eighties. <laughs> After a brief cocaine phase. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. So back to. The, <laughs> Wait, right, Megabeast, right? Is that the, the, the point of this thing? <laughs> so, yeah, we have what we have here, just to get back on the Megabeast track slightly, is uh, the Red Panda we referenced earlier, metal cap claws, teeth. Uh, he's got retractable gun turrets, uh, remote tactical orders via communications panel integrated into his gray matter. That's pretty sweet, being by satellite. So he's uh, he's got all that technology, but he's also, and this is not in the description, but let me point out because I keep thinking about it, he's 800 pounds, and the other two are three tons. So they're much, 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 much bigger. And then, just to go over the other ones real quick, Squirrel is the squirrel that's three times and huge. His blood is toxic, so if you bite him... You also a synonym for uh, Santorum. It's true, which is also a synonym for the bloody shum, which is a... <laughs> shum is a synonym that we came up for, for... <laughs> <laughs> you know? Very meta. But, uh, you're right. Squirrel, just to fill you and Luke in, uh, Adam, Squirrel is... is is the is whenever you it's the verb for whenever you squirt bloody <laughs> out of somebody else. Wait, does does it have to be on to someone else or what? No, no, no. Why would it's you? basically like no, it's basically like splashback. I was thinking about like you know when you take a dump and you have a really big one and it splashes it like <laughs> splashes up and gets you. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. <laughs> if it's uh... <laughs> if it's kind of an off yellow whitish. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's that, that squirrel, blood toxic. Oh, he's, fr he's rabid, he's frenzied, and he, I think it's cool. He's paint-addled. Yeah, he's, he's covered in paint, he's paint-addled, and he can stuff competitors in his cheeks, much like Adam would do to iron-flavored things, and he can glide. And then who's the other one? Oh, yeah, uh, Phantom Ray, maybe one of the best-named ones. Uh, manta rays are cool. Stealth technology, so he's 90% invisibility, which ultimately, I'm thinking about that 90, that 10% really makes a big difference, right? If you're 90% invisible. With like Predator, you could always see the f*** <laughs> Predator, right? They didn't seem to. I mean, you're looking at a, a TV screen that's pointed at a particular tree that has a blur in it. 
and obviously see, but if you're in the middle of a jungle and there's a, a billion trees all around Dude, you. Dude, if, if the cameraman that was there had the wherewithal to point that camera at the Predator, then clearly Arnold Schwarzenegger or Danny Glover should have been looking at the same thing at the time, right? <laughs> it, was a, it was a cloaked Predator cameraman. Really? You're saying it was who, a who else is going to be filming that? Like, the, the Marines didn't bring a cameraman. Predators right. are doing it for sport. They're doing, like, a hunting Oh, so wait. Back in their home world. That puts right. a whole new spin. It's Once a found footage film for, for Dead Predator. That's true. Yeah. It's like Predator it's snuff porn, really. Whatever. And it's actually like a thriller, like, when is the Predator going to die? You know, because they know it's going to die at some point, so they get really yeah. scared for the Predator, yeah. probably. So do you think those Predators are like prostitute Predators that don't know it's coming the whole time? To make it hot for, like, what? other Predators? Well, because if I was making a snuff film, I wouldn't get, like, some chick who knew what was going on. I would get, like, some chick who's like, oh, hey. And I'd be like, hey, you want to be in a movie? And she'd be like, yeah, that sounds great. But first, I don't know, I got this whole thing got to do with this Danny Glover guy. I mean, it's just like, hey, I'll take you out to a Cheesecake Factory. Oh, that's great. You have to trick this predator in and be this dumbass, like, prostitute predator. That's that was how you would do it, right? I think I would go to Applebee's, not Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> okay, but other than that. Uh, oh, you, you're talking about Predator too. I forgot he was in Predator too. Oh, Danny Glover? Carl Weathers is in Predator. Yes. Oh, man, do you see that uh, Tony thing? Yeah, uh, yeah. South Africa? Like that whole Invisible Children thing. Wait, are they uh, are they 100% invisible or like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like they... Uh, he's a terrible person who killed and, and raped children in Africa and has gone into hiding for the past 10 years. They made this documentary about him to get money from people. And... Uh, Posted his picture up everywhere. <laughs> he looks just like, just like Carl Weathers in uh, Predator. He's where he's all like this, just sweaty sort of generic looking black man <laughs> wearing like army green. Yeah. And uh, and so people put up uh, pictures of of Carl Weathers from Predator, saying like, I really admire this guy's work and what he's done. And screenshots of like <laughs> all the, the flaming that they got afterwards, and people being like, You're a sick fuck. I can't believe you. Like, I, you need to burn in hell for this. Do you realize what this guy's done? He's like, yeah, his, his filmography's pretty impressive. It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible situation going on over there, but predators should not be hunting other worlds for, you know... Well, let's just keep ignoring it so I can hit on, uh, no, you know, hot fatties on Facebook. Over. Hey, fatties need love, too. I mean, whatever. You're just empathetic. That's, that's, that's Norm's awareness project. It's not if you're like, fuck Africa. There are fatties in America that need love. <laughs> Hey, if I said I could quote you on that and play some like tantalizing string music in the background of that, and it would be very enticing. I think people would be like, "Oh, listen, weird. these fat girls don't don't have people that want to They uh, they have vaginas this too, is, you know. Oh God, you better cut all this out. I mean, this is just completely damning. What's awesome is that when you Google for for a while, I guess it doesn't happen anymore. But when you, for for a while, when you Googled my name and you did an image search. Uh, Luke's wife would pop up like <laughs> as the first result. And that's true. That's very true. That's Isn't hilarious. it, Luke? Remember that? Oh, f is he gone? No, he's still down here. He's just kind of sulking over that fact. I think. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, that's that's no longer true, though. That's no longer true, though, Luke. So you can. I don't see her anywhere now. Hey, it's Google. also not true ever because Cassie would never bang you. I don't think. I mean. Partly Come because on. she's married to Luke, <laughs> and partly because you're just a, a, a hairy simian that just, you know, climbs from tree to tree and has good ideas sometimes. I mean, what is it called? What's it, would you give me that skin disease that you gave me whenever I stayed at your house that one time? 
Echinacea. Uh, so, well, it's not really a, it's herpes. <laughs> echinacea. I think it's called herpes. herpes. <laughs> Hepatitis C. <laughs> I don't know. I had to put cream on it for a while. I don't know what it was called, but it's eczema. Eczema, right? Yeah. And what gave you herpes? What gave you herpes? I don't want to get any shit from a guy that can't keep iron in his body for <laughs> a couple hours. You have like ninety percent iron. That ten percent is just like crippling you. <laughs> oh, we never even read the rest oh, of his thing. Let yeah, me... we still we still have to talk about his goddamn animal. Yet. Yeah, the last animal, the phantom ray. He's mostly invisible. Inv- no, wait, in- invisible. Uh, he's able to break the sound barrier, but there's uh, doesn't say anything about speed though. So my theory is he just breaks it like in some sort of cool. Like, he does it like, like um, Guile in Street Fighter Two. Oh yeah, how you can? No, that's that's Ken. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <You> asshole. <laughs> Who breaks the sound barrier in Street Fighter 2? Hey, he head. goes Sonic Boom! He says Sonic Boom because that's what he's doing. Oh, Jesus, you're right. Not Jesus, but Adam. And that's, uh, wrong, that's not Ryu. That's, uh, that's the guy from the... Skyle. Yeah. Skyle. I think he actually um, did a roundhouse kick. No, I think you have house to... Kick. Yeah, exactly. You have to make something move. Faster than the speed of sound. Yeah, to? Guile, the, uh, the mythology behind Guile, or, or scientific backing, I guess, more properly, he swings his arms fast enough to break the sound barrier while he yells it. It's not his bellow that actually does it, it's his, his arms. That, uh, so he could be saying anything other than Sonic Boom. He he's, just announcing, he's just announcing what he's doing. Which is a terrible oh, strategy if you think about it. Like, like how you can, like, you're like, okay, I got how you can's coming. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Well, oh, I gotta prepare for the Hayuken. Uh, jump over it. Sonic Boom, he's gotta yell it like way before he actually does the motion. Faster than sound. What does Yoga Flame mean? And then all of a sudden it's fireball in your face. I think it's a good Yeah, those are your last thoughts. Last thoughts. What is what? Yoga Flame? You wouldn't figure that out. You'd be like, what is Yoga Full Gone. Yeah. Sonic Boom, you'd be like, Sonic Boom, he's gonna break the sound barrier without traveling fast. Oh! And then you'd hear a loud noise. You're not going to hear it until after it hits you. So he's really just sort of mocking you. He's mouthing out Sonic Boom. You can see him saying it. And you're like, what the f*** are you trying to say? And then, boom, you're catching something in the face. Yeah. And that sounds like a, a reenactment of uh, what goes on with me and your dad every night. I mean, he's I'm mouthing things to <laughs> boom. him. Boom. Kendall for the second <laughs> consecutive dad joke of the night. <laughs> I say I prefer it to say Squirrel Boom, though. I don't say Sonic Boom. Oh, no squirrel Boom. <laughs> And just a torrent of shit and blood just come at you in this big... It'll backsplash, too. You gotta watch the So, Luke, who you got? The Manta Ray. Doesn't it shoot missiles? Two missiles, dude. Luke? It only has two per round. That's the entire round. That's the thing. So they don't even... They're not functional. They just... They fall out of him. Yeah, that's basically a bomb. That's a bomb. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. So he, this red panda who's got these uh, the satellite connection going on, who's clearly in the know of things, would know about the two dropping and be down with that, right? I like, agree fully. Yeah. Or I, just or just shut down the whole, you know, make it malfunction somehow, make the, you know, the flap of the manta ray malfunction and then can't even get the bombs out. Yeah, or he's got retracting gun turret. Well, the, re- the retracting component doesn't really matter. <laughs> Ooh, they can go back in. That's really, it's amazing. Thank you. Well, like, how big is this ring, though? If you if you know that a missile is going to hit your apartment in, like, three minutes, all right, and you don't have a car, you're just a panda, what are you really going to be able to... 
you'll start in a dead sprint in one direction and still not get out of the way in time. You could, you could get out of a bomb radius in three minutes if you know it's coming. I'd be running zigzag, though. I mean... Why would you run zigzag? You're not getting shot at. That's the stupidest thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, essentially, that's essentially taking your three minutes and cutting it in half and getting half <laughs> Maybe an alligator chasing me, though. I don't know. Apparently, that's how you outrun them. Is you, if alligators cannot run zigzag pattern because the tail, it like prevents You're them. You're thinking from... of rhinos. Am I, Adam? Am I thinking of rhinos? <laughs> hey, so, so I just had an interesting You brought thought. nothing to this any, podcast. Is there anything in writing about the red panda being... Like a uh, uh, sapient, like like, can it understand human language and and communicate? Oh, or absolutely, yeah, man. Connected to this big network of spies and stuff, but maybe it's just a panda and it doesn't understand oh. any of that. That embodies yeah, the failure of communism right there. That it creates something brilliant and entrusted to a a dumbass panda. To a panda. Well, it's a lesser panda. It's a red panda. It's, it's it literally translates down into lesser panda. It's not really a panda. It's more of a raccoon. It's a bear cat. It's, it's a bear cat. It's a bear cat. Like that describes anything, Kendall. A bear cat. Oh, it's a bear cat. That's what, that's that's another name. It's, it's more accurate. It's just two animals that I put a hyphen yeah. in the middle of and just call it that. It's bear, a bear cat. Bear cat. What is it? It looks like it has cat quality. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> All right, Adam. Who who do you got? Yeah. You're always uh, really into this and actually have analysis. I'm like, Oh, the, the breakdown entirely. I think that the squirrel, the squirrel's going to get mowed down by the panda's guns. I don't think there's much it can do about that. I think it's huge, but it's not, you know, when you got two, two full-on turrets mowing you down. Phantom Ray, I think that, I, I think it's going to pull, pull the win here pretty effortlessly. I mean, the panda mm. probably knows that it's coming, but he's not going to be able to see it coming. He's not going to be able to hear it coming. Two missiles can take out like a two mile radius. There's nothing you can do about it. Shoot wildly in the air and this panda can dodge. Two missiles will take out a huge area. Nice. And if it doesn't, he'll just swoop back around and like take him out with his tail. The, this squirrel. Sound let's just go fat. back. The squirrel is frenzied and rabid and just it's, like huge. Just paint adults. Paint. How many rabid panda. dogs have have like stood up against the people shooting them because they're rabid? If the missiles didn't hit. Only because this uh, oh. panda has telecommunications going on. He knows where they're going to hit. Maybe he can dodge. You can. If they didn't hit, what would well, happen? What's the satellite going to tell him? Satellite's going to tell him that there's something with like a signature flying at you, crazy fast. So something's moving. See, I still think there's a whole. I, th- I still think, based on uh, China today, that the red panda would have uh, the ability to hack into uh, the missile operation and. Uh, yeah. Communist Russia's entire. They spent like. An insane amount of money and time trying to build the uh, Iron Curtain to block out missiles. They wanted to build a system Star Wars. and block out yep. missiles, and they failed at it. It didn't ever work. They never got a <clears throat> properly. Prepared. Yeah, but we're talking about Russia. We're and talking the about Ukraine. We. What has China <laughs> failed at? Nothing. <laughs> well, they still can't pronounce the letter their home L <laughs> from you. <laughs> I'm shutting this down. I'm shutting it down. I'm obviously with Red Panda on this uh, for no specific reason. I think all three competitors are shitty, uh, honestly. I think the reason is because you're a sleeper agent from China. I yeah, agree. I mean, well, I can't deny it. I mean, I'll, I'll admit it on this podcast. And I know my secret's safe because we're the only four people that listen to it. So. Hey, Adam, did you ever... Uh, did, Adam, did you ever get that registration form for the uh, Al-Qaeda membership you signed up for a couple months back? <laughs> The, the Al-Qaeda. Y'all, y'all remember how Adam was really disenfranchised with uh, the American system and wanted to blow up. What was it you were talking about blowing up, Adam? 
No, it was, it was something in Washington, D.C. I think it was Washington Monument. Okay, like just so we get our facts straight. Adam Carvin was talking about destroying the, the Washington Monument, right? Is that what you're saying, Ken? Yeah, on July 4th, if I believe. July 4th, uh, like 2013, I think, specifically. It was like it had some planning to do, I think. Yeah. I'll, well, we shouldn't probably mention that, though. We won't. Yeah, well, I'll we'll keep that under wraps. I'll definitely cut this, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know he was waiting on funding from Al-Qaeda to do that, so. The grant process is a pain in the ass. He'll never, I mean, he won't know until, like, the day before. It's, it's, like, the, it's like the Al-Qaeda equivalent of the Fulbright. It's the Al-Qaeda Fulbright. <laughs> and Al-Qaeda Fulbright. Wait, wait, Norm- so has not cast a formal vote yet. No, I'm with Squirrel, and I hate to say it, because he defeated... Squirrel. Yeah, yeah, you guys are bitches, Never the contrarian. No, whatever, man. Great, great, great defense. You guys are bitches. No. That's that's going to help Listen, out. Squirrel can stuff a competitor in his Nobody paunchy cheeks. It is paunchy <laughs> cheeks, guys. He can stuff... We know that's appealing to you, Norm. There you go. I can... To have things stuffed in your cheeks. Your butt cheeks. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You guys aren't thinking about uh, Luke. You were a school. No, why don't? Why? Why do you keep talking about these insanely ridiculous hypothetical situations? No, no, no. I'm just. You Manor guys are like all like it's hypothetical. Like filter feed. Manta rays are physically incapable of biting stuff. It's so <laughs> Manta rays are physically incapable of flying and breaking the sound barrier. Dude. <laughs> this is the wrong podcast to bring that. <laughs> Fly and drum missiles. It can't bite. Filter feed. I love, I love how you're still thinking that. You're like, this is a manta ray. Biting is the most fantastical thing that a phantom ray could do. I mean, it's only 90% invisible. Worst podcast ever. <laughs> it's the worst podcast ever, Adam, because the nuclear mole rat didn't win. That's why it's true. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, to the next, uh, next podcast, guys. I mean, if this sets a precedent for what's to come this season... All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up then. Uh, you should call in the Mega Beast Hotline, which is four four three five five two three 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 six, and you can leave a message, and we'll air it next time. Uh, you can defend your beast and what you why you think they should win for whatever asinine reason you think that they should win for. We'll air it. We have literally, as you can tell, no standards on that, and we will see you see uh, round two, folks. With more of this uh, entertaining is that the word? Squirrel-covered filth. Uh, you can expect more of that. Miserable. Miserable. Ultimately, though, these things need to be thought out, though, people. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is this is too important, obviously. Like the first I'm year- looking forward to next time. I got I got to get off the phone. I'm, I'm uh, got, I got I got something to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We will see you soon. Peace. Later. Peace. Maybe tonight. <laughs> oh, Jesus.